On with the show. It's another episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. I'm, of course, one half of your dynamic duo, the nerds. I am the nerd, and I am all alone today, playing with myself. That's what I do sometimes, and I'm going to be doing that today. Ladies and gentlemen, another podcast for that ass. You haven't heard me say that in a while. Actually, you haven't heard me say much of anything for a while all by myself. Doing this one a little bit special today. Uh, I've been asked, I've been, I've been talking about this for a while, actually. I've been kind of throwing his idea around and kind of like how the podcast first started. I used to do this thing where I would just kind of sit in my car and bullshit and yell at things and scream at the sun and all by myself. I'd sit there and melt in my fucking car because down here at the beach, it is, oh my God, it's freaking insanely hot. I mean, I used to sit in my car back in like 90 plus degree weather and just fucking die like it was a goddamn sauna. I actually used to call it the sauna. As a matter of fact, the original studio was my bullshit Ford Focus I used to have back in the day. And I used to sit there and record in the car and just kind of sweat my ass off and put like a half-hour episode out there every once in a while. And, you know, I used to do that thing every once, once, you know, once or twice a week or so, whenever the hell I felt like recording, and just do it out there. That's kind of how the show started. But doing a little something different today, kind of kicking it back old school, bringing things back. You know how retro is cool and everything old is new again and fun and retro and all that bullshit. Uh, yeah, doing that for a reason today, though. We've had some... Weird shit happened at the house today. Uh, we had a big plumbing issue. Now, we were kind of talking about this the past couple episodes, maybe like two episodes ago or so. We were talking about the uh, weird issue we were having in our bathroom. There was like a flood or some shit. <laughs> like every time you flush the goddamn toilet, it's like making weird like bubble sounds and shit. And today I just lost my goddamn mind because I was taking a shower. And I get out the shower. Everything's fine. It's a great day. Everything's beautiful. Uh, woke up, you know, that, obviously that's a great start to the day, waking up and taking some nice deep breaths, taking out that nice, beautiful Myrtle Beach, South Carolina air, had a nice energy drink, had some caffeine going, I'm ready to take on a day. Step out the shower, foot hits the ground, plop right in the big ass puddle of water. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I look down, I look to my left, look to my right, look out the floor, and there's nothing but water. I mean, it's not like a fucking slip and slide in this bitch, but it was basically like, imagine yourself dropping like your cup of coffee and it's splattering on the ground glass going everywhere you know the water it was that kind of a mess but a little bit more like times three or four right so i step in this puddle and immediately my day just goes to shit because instantly and i know you guys have been listening for a while you guys know the story of our house and everything that goes on and just pretty much for the past three years most open honest podcast out there about what's going on uh, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just expecting the worst because something bad always happens. And today just happens to be payday at work. Just got the raise at work. I'm like, oh, cool, this is great. Going to get a nice paycheck. Everything's cool. You know, bills are all caught up. Everything's good, right? You know you know that feeling when you get paid and you got nothing to worry about. Of course. Step into this fucking puddle, see it on the floor, and instantly it's like, you know when Sonic the Hedgehog gets hit and his fucking rings just go out? Instantly, the second my foot hit that puddle, rings just flew out of my goddamn body and I lost it so I'm sitting there getting really pissed off and I go out there 
you know, I leave my room because we have a two-bedroom house and we got a bathroom in one area and that's like the main bathroom connected to our bedroom where I work and do all my shit. Go out in the hallway, tell my wife, like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, we, we got to get this fixed. And apparently something happened in that bathroom this morning. Just didn't want to tell me about it because, you know, I get really pissed off about this shit because, I mean, at this point in my life, you know, I'm like fucking about to turn 40 years old. The house is falling apart. And I know people have been saying, oh, goodness gracious, you're going to hate being a homeowner. I should have listened to him. It's constantly you're always having to do something. And, you know, it's just something that I'm just preaching to the fucking choir here. Everyone that's actually ever owned a home or anything. And, you know, a car could be, even be a car if you're just renting a home. Think about your car. You buy a new car a couple of years later, you might have to get something replaced. Something goes and then another thing goes. Another thing goes and it starts steamrolling. And you're never prepared for it. You can never get in front of this kind of stuff. So everything's done. And I'm like, fucking A. So she's calling places. I'm working. I'm calling places. And. And I got this work-at-home job where it's constantly busy. So I'm doing this, and I got my anxiety going. I don't have my uh, my edibles because I was getting really pissed off. So you can imagine, because you guys heard me fly off the handle before about random shit. I'm flying off the handle. I'm pissed off. I'm angry. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, my God. I don't have my edibles. I stepped in the puddle. just got paid. And now that shit's going to go right to whatever plumber comes out here and fixes this shit. I'm losing my mind because I'm just, at this point, I'm done. Because it seems like one thing happens, another thing happens. And it always is the most inconvenient time. It's almost like someone just fucking watches my entire life. And it's like, all right, well, he's about to have something good here. How about we throw him a curveball? It's like a, it's like Married with Children, that show when Al, you know, finally gets ahead. Something happens, it pisses him off, the crowd laughs, and fucking, you know, Peg calls him an asshole, and he goes back to stuffing his hand down his pants and watching, uh, what the hell, Psycho Dad was a show we used to watch. That's how I feel. I feel like my entire life is basically one big, like, just middle finger from something, you know? And it's just insane, and today was just no less, and I expected something bad to happen, because my day was going good. And it's almost like every time it's going good, something bad happens, so I'm expecting it. So finally... You know, I'm making phone calls. I get a quote on the price. She gets a couple quotes on the price. And we get someone who, uh, it's some company, Roto-Rooter, if you guys ever heard of that one. I'm sure it's been, you know, pretty big name brand uh, company for a while. They were like, okay, we could be there in 40 minutes. And I'm sitting there like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm still working. Someone's have to come in and, like, fucking cut holes in the wall and shit. Guy comes here. Uh, I'm, you know, things kind of worked out a little okay here. It was like 10 minutes before my break, the guy shows up. I'm like, cool, I can get my break in, at least talk to the guy, figure out what's going on, and come back. Don't have to miss any time at work. Don't have to, you know, get in trouble for, you know, being away for too long or whatever. Because when you're at home and you're working, they kind of keep you on like a, a, a electronic leash because you don't have someone over your shoulder all day long. You have to be accountable somehow for your time and whatnot. So I'm freaking out thinking this guy's going to come here. I'm going to have to be over his shoulder, making sure he's not stealing shit, <laughs> fixing, fixing the vat or whatever. You know, when you have someone new come in your house to do work, you're always like, what the fuck? You're looking around the room like, maybe I should uh, move shit that I don't want missing. I like take the jewelry and take it out the room. Whatever. Guy comes up. He's, he's outside and he like has this cap open like out in the fucking yard. And I am no goddamn uh, Bob Vila. I think he's the guy right the fucking home guys to make shit and fix things up or whatnot so he's out there and he like unscrews some cap of something i've never even fucking seen in my yard before it's like some white like pipe thing unscrews it and fucking water is like like bubbling out of this fucking thing so immediately the guy's like oh yeah you got a clog and i'm sitting there and i'm like you motherfucker and like yeah you see water coming out. i see dollars fucking popping out of this goddamn pipe and of course the guy thinks it's funny i didn't think it was funny <laughs> obviously but 
uh, the fucking guy's like, all right, so this is going to take, you know, it could take a couple hours. And he's like, fucking, like, tag. He's like, we charge by the hour. If this thing's really bad, you know, I'm going to let you know it's going to be this much for this first hour. And then after, so I'm like, this motherfucker's going to be out there, like, milking the job, just fucking just raping my fucking pocketbook. And, of course, on top of that, because, you know, things have to happen. It's also my daughter's 14th birthday next week. So, of course, you know, you got to spoil the kid. So, just getting back to the pipes situation. Fucking guy, you know, he goes out and gets his fucking tool. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's like some goddamn thing that's got all sorts of shit. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a rope or whatever the fuck he threw down there. And it's making all sorts of noise. And I'm like, God damn it. We got this freaking Roto-Rooter van in front of our house. And we have the most nosiest fucking neighbors. This lady that lives across the street that I used to work with. Still haven't gotten to say one word to her, which I'm extremely happy about. They're the best neighbors we've ever had because they are the same way. They don't want to talk to anybody. It's great. I read them all wrong. Anyway, this noise and all this shit, you got this big-ass van out front of your house that says Roto-Rooter. You're probably sitting there thinking to yourself, if you're one of the neighbors, like, who the fuck blew up that bathroom? What the fuck happened? What, you know, what the fuck is going on over there? Because people are nosy. And, of course, if it was in, you know, some other person's house and I saw a van, I wouldn't really give two shits. But I would look across the street and be like, oh, look, someone fucked up their bathroom and then go about my way. Uh, to me, it, just having a van in front of your house draws attention, and I absolutely fucking hate attention, especially when it's, like, in front of my house. I just don't want people, because then it just leads the conversation, like, hey, neighbor, I saw a Roto-Rooter fan in front of what happened, you know? That's just the way my mind works, and I just don't want to have that even be a possibility. So, I'm like, oh, fuck, whatever, we gotta suck it up, because you gotta have this thing happen. And if you got it, just fucking throw it. And I'm just really pissed off because I I had plans. I had plans for shit. I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to get me a new video game perhaps or do something. Of course, the amount that this cost wasn't as bad as I thought, but it was still more than $0, which is what I did not want to fucking spend any goddamn dime on this because I wasn't planning on it. But of course, like I said earlier, you can't plan on this shit. So a couple hundred bucks later, it's like it was like 200 bucks and change. It wasn't terrible, but it's still... For 15 minutes of work, and this guy, we went down there, and he fucking dropped this thing, and pulled out some stuff, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's done. We ran everything in the house. Everything's good again. But it was just one of those things where it's like, you motherfuckers, like, why the hell does this have to happen to me? And I know someone out there is listening to the show. They got it playing on the radio in the background as they're dealing with some shit right now. So it's not just me, and I feel for your shit. But I'm the one talking in the microphone. You could easily be on your side telling your shit, too. So I'm not going to sit there and say, woe is me or anything, but woe is me, motherfucker. It sucked. So we had to deal with that all day. And then uh, immediately after uh, work today, got out of work at 5 Eastern time, had to go over to Walmart. And, uh, you know, my daughter's birthday is in like five days. And you know what? I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I just had to throw all this money towards this. I had to do this anyway. Might as well just go ahead and uh, give her a birthday stuff early. I went and got her some things. And one thing I've noticed about birthday presents and kids is back when I was a kid, birthdays were simple. I would get, I don't know, like 50 bucks, I think, was like the most I ever got. And that was just going to my grandfather's house. And he was just like, here, just take it and get the fuck out of here, basically. Uh, my dad, he gave me like 20, 50, like 20 bucks, 50 bucks maybe, you know. like. But to me, that was a lot. Like, that was a ton. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm the luckiest kid in the world. I was grateful for everything I got. Now, we didn't really get much growing up, so, I, like, birthday and Christmas was, like, the two times a year I knew I was going to get something. No matter what happened in the world, I would get something that day. It wasn't like these kids nowadays. I mean, every time you go to the fucking store, they got their eyes on something, and they end up getting it. And it's just, it's crazy because there's a fine line that you draw when you spoil a kid, but then you also want to be 
the kind of parent that gives them better and gives them more than what you had growing up. So the way I see it is, is I want to give them the kind of the kind of life I didn't have as a kid, the kind of life I wish I had, where it's like you, um, we would just get stuff because you're loved because you're a good kid or whatnot. And, and not like I didn't feel loved. I mean, I sure as hell did. It was just, there were so many of us. It was five and I was the fifth one, the youngest of the bunch. And my mom was pretty spread out. So I don't blame her at all for this. Not one bit. But still, you do want to give your kids more, and that doesn't change the fact that even though I had a good upbringing, it, I mean, I mean, there were material things I didn't get, so I kind of overcompensate a little bit when it comes to the kids. I give them more at the expense of what I need. So, I mean, that's just what a man does, so I'm not crying about that. But, you know, it's just when you go to the store and you're picking out presents, it's not as easy as it used to be. So for me, I would get just a couple bucks cash and I'm done. But the kids nowadays, I mean, things are all electronic and they're small as shit. I mean, we just got a pair of AirPod Pros, uh, noise cancellation things. My daughter really wanted them. And with the kids, you got to kind of be a little bit um, persistent. you got to be almost a detective, you know, because nowadays they don't tell you what they want. At least mine don't. They kind of hint around it. And it's like, okay, well, okay, well, I'm the one buying the shit. You're the one that's going to have to use it. Just tell me what to buy and I'll buy it for you. And this was the one item that was like, okay, I, I like this. And I'm like, all right, you sure? You sure? You sure? Like, maybe once every couple of days, I would ask, are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, you sure you're not going to change your mind? Because it happens a lot where, you know, the kid will change their mind and you, you say one thing and then you get it and it's like, oh, it'll never get used. And that's my biggest concern because these kids have so much shit. It's like, are you actually going to use this or is it just something you're going to collect, put in a closet and forget about, you know, the tag is just going to be on it five years later. It's like, wait, I bought this. What the, how much did this thing cost? We could have got you something else. Never used it. So she kept on saying it, so we went and got that for her today. Got her a little gift card and uh, put that in the, the card. I was like, here, just take this. I'm having a shitty day, but yours can be great. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, yeah, she really liked that. That was pretty much how my day went so far. Really shitty and spent a lot of money. Very expensive. So it's like you start your day off with some dollars in your pocket and end the day with fucking nothing. It's pretty damn bad, but it's life, you know, and kind of leads me to my next little thing I wanted to talk about here because I got uh, a lot of questions, actually on uh social media and that's the main reason why i wanted to do a solo today because you know my wife and i were both pissed off about the whole situation so we're not even like really in the mood to sit there and record because you got something bad happen you don't want to sit there and just sound like two people just angry and pissed off and i'm still pissed off but gotta put something out there for the lovely lovely listeners out there i know a lot of you guys were asking about the show today and it's it's a little late and we'll be back to our normal schedule on monday we already have like pretty much all the formatting and shit done we're gonna do it today but then shit happened and it's just life, you know, but whatever. But I was asked just to get back to this, and this is why I do need her here, because I go off the fucking beaten path, and I'll be talking about fucking dragons in a second. Be like, wait, what was I talking about? And no one's there to remind me. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I was asked a couple questions about my uh, recent tweets that I've been putting out and comments I've been making here on the show about finding religion. And am I going to change um, stuff like that? And I got a really good DM. I was like, well, the whole show is basically like you being pissed off and angry about things. And just talk about life, making jokes, laughing, having a good time. And, and he's like, there's a lot of cuss words and shit like that. And just making fun of religion. And uh, he's like, are you going to take down all the shows that you said in the past about religion and God and bashing and all that stuff? And no, the answer is no, I'm not going to. And the reason is, is because I don't regret anything I've ever said. I, I really don't. I don't regret the way I was. I don't regret anything. And the reason is, is because the thing about life and faith and religion and anything is, and I'm not 
ever going to be a fucking preachy son of a bitch. That's that's just the way that I am. I'm not going to do it. As you can tell, I'm not going to stop swearing. Uh, I'm not going to stop being who I am. That'll never change. I mean, to me, that's that's phony. And I've always said in the past, and you can go back in any show that I've ever said, bashing religion was if I ever felt it in my heart and if I ever had a reason to feel it, then I would do it. But I would never do it unless I was 100% in and 100% certain. And over the past couple of years, and this is just a you know long form answer to a, a question, so I feel like it's something that is important, and if it can help someone, then I'll do it. And this is the last time I'll ever do it because, like I said, I'm not going to get preachy. Um, the past couple of years have been really tough, and uh, I started off um, doing the podcast, and I was everything was okay. Um, and then you know, COVID happened, obviously, the biggest fucking scam in the history of scams. Um, I will never change my opinion on that. COVID is a fucking hoax and a scam, and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. It, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. It is a fucking hoax. I mean, it might be a real sickness, but they took it and ran it to the nth degree to just push through all sorts of shit that they wanted and to basically ruin the country. Besides that, uh, just to get back to kind of how I found the answers I was looking for, was I was looking for him in the wrong place my entire life, and I was always the kind of guy who was uh, challenging God and saying, hey, if you're real, why don't you do something? Do anything, just begging for a reason. And I would say, go ahead and uh, knock this pencil off the table. Turn this light off while I'm in the room alone. You don't have to prove it to anybody else. Just prove it to me, right? And that was my proof that there wasn't anything there. And to be honest with you, it could still be used as an argument. I mean, I wouldn't have a way to rebut that argument if someone said, well, how can you prove he's real? And I said, well, how can you prove he's not? And then you got these two fucking idiots pointing fingers at each other arguing over something that really shouldn't be a, a deal breaker and if you should deal with a person or not. Or believe in what they say or have a friend or whatever. So... I was doing that the wrong way, and I guess I lost religion when I was in my teens. Uh, my dad just got really sick, and he was big into religion, passed away, you know, and really did a number on me. Uh, kind of lost my way with it all and just kind of turned against it. But when it comes to the past couple of years, though, I mean, once everything sort of happened and I lost my job and it was kind of like, what the fuck is next? Got my shit back together fairly quick. It was only like two months. And then right after that, COVID fucking happened. And then it was like, okay, you're gonna be on furlough after you just got your shit together. And it was just like, fuck this. I just lost everything, you know, lost every bone of my body of caring or what's next, you know? And I lost it. And I, and I started drinking like heavy, like fucking every day. It was just like, all right, well, I got nothing to do. You got this motherfucking fake virus out there. You got this country of, of, of half the people hate each other. The other half are just fucking idiots. And you got this government that hates everybody. So it's like, they got us hating each other. They hate everybody except for each other. And they secretly do hate each other as you see how quickly they turn on each other. So it's just like, fuck it. Just kind of give up hope, you know? And sort of drinking every day, and it just—it was just a way to mask the, the uh, anger, I guess, because, you know, you wake up miserable, you have a couple of those, and before you know it, you don't give a shit anymore, you just, you just don't care, everything's great and rosy and dandy, you know, but it's really not, it's just basically putting a fucking band-aid on a gunshot wound, you know, and it may keep a little bit of the blood in, because a band-aid's gonna help a tiny bit, right, you take the thing off, you look at it, there's blood on it, but of course you're gashing blood all around it, it's just a, a tiny little fix on a very 
big problem and it never makes anything better. It never does. So I went about that the wrong way and kind of just see what's going on around you. You know, I was really deep into the news. I was watching uh, Fox and kind of CNN a little bit just to kind of get their side and see what kind of bullshit they were spewing and both sides spew tons of bullshit. There's no right side and wrong side. There's just what's right and what's wrong as far as, you know, the tenets of, of, of human beings, you know, just the kind of basic treat your neighbors you want to be treated and respect everyone, respect your elders and honor thy family and all that bullshit. You know, those are the real things we should kind of get back to, but that's just another whole topic right there. But just to kind of get back to answering that question about the, like, am I going to change and everything like that? No. And just to kind of go back down the path of what happened was, you know, I kind of got off of drinking and kind of really kind of, I didn't say I ever hit rock bottom, but I did just get to a point of realization, like, all right, this is stupid. I don't like it. I never did. It was just a way to just, you know, try to fix a problem or soothe whatever the hell was going on at that time, depression and whatnot. And that's another thing, too. That hits every once in a while uh, and hasn't hit in a while. But when it hits, it hits hard and you cope with it the wrong way. So finally had a moment where I was just looking at it and it was in December of uh, last year. And I was already happy. Everything was back to normal, but I was still, I was still having a few drinks. And I'm like, I don't even like this. I never did. Why am I doing this still? And I was having a sip of a seltzer. I forgot what it was. I think it was like a seltzer drink or something. Like one of those Corona seltzers, uh, like no carbs, no sugar. And I just looked at my wife and I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking done. And I got up and I poured it out. Never had another one just because that's my personality. If I don't want something, I don't have to have it. It's not an addictive personality. I can pretty much stop anything I wanted to just by not doing it and not regretting it, just not caring anymore. And I guess that is good with people as well, because I can cut motherfuckers off and not care anymore. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, it's definitely a character flaw. I'll admit it's just something I can't, it's just something innate almost. It's, it can't be changed. Now, I can change some things, but it seems like I can't fix that self-destructive uh, behavior of just saying fuck everybody and just being able to move on I guess that's the part of the uh, process of being me but anyway I put the drinks down and that was in December and come January February March April, I mean just the months are just peeling off the, can- uh, the, the calendar and just don't have a need for it and I replaced it with something I probably should have done a long time ago but didn't educate myself on enough and just didn't have the resources down here in South Carolina you can't get what I needed and a while back, I was put on medication, uh, antidepressant, all sorts of dumb shit. We talked about this before. People, you guys are my therapists. I like to talk to you. You guys you guys help me get this stuff off my chest. So went through all that and didn't last very long. That was years ago. But I found this stuff called Delta 8, which is, uh, and, and I'm not a fucking doctor, so don't go ahead and start doing this stuff. It probably won't work for you, but it works for me. And it was basically uh, everything I needed wrapped up in one little capsule. And it makes me happy, uh, removes my anxiety, stress, anger, uh, pretty much everything. I feel like a normal human being. Like I feel like a person that should have always felt this way their entire life. And there's a saying, better late than never. And I'm okay with that. But also, um, it helped me out in other ways too, uh, besides help me become a nicer nerd, a uh, more caring person, more thoughtful it does make my mind go a little fucking crazy sometimes. And I was having another one of those days where I was sitting there thinking about God and church and how much I hated it, how much I hated everything. And 
And then I got to thinking one night, yeah, I was freaking barbecued, man. I had like five edibles in me. You know, I was pretty fucking lit up. And I was thinking about life and like, what's the meaning of this goddamn shit, you know? Like, I'm getting older. I'm 39 years old. And a lot of people don't even make it to 78. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm probably more than halfway, you know, in the grave. And I used to never think like this. I used to always think, you know, when I was younger, I was like 19, 20. I was like, I'm invincible. I'm going to live forever. Like, death was never even a thought. And I'm at that age now where it's like, you start to think about it a little bit, you know, like not a lot, because obviously uh, 39, going to be 40 this year is not that age where you would think you're ancient, but it's definitely around the time where you feel like you're a different person and maybe you don't have as much left and maybe it's time to get shit, you know, tightened up a little bit. So if something does happen, it doesn't reverberate and hurt others. So it's just been one of those things now where I'm trying to, get out of the old mindset of just being that I'm young, it'll never happen to now I'm this old man who like sees his kids getting older and getting bigger and smarter and more beautiful. And you're like, Oh my goodness, you're just a little woman and I'm not staying the same age. I'm getting older. So now I got to look at their future, you know, and it's really fucking stressful because I mean, I'm not complaining at all. I think it's great. I mean, there's, I, I wouldn't trade my life for the world. And there's nothing more rewarding than having children. So I just want to get that out of the way. But it's like seeing them get old scary because I'm getting old. And it's great seeing them get old, but I'm getting old, you know? So fuck, man. I'm like, maybe you should start doing some stuff here. Like maybe working out a little bit. You know, I've been still, I'm still doing the keto kick and I've been absolutely killing it with that. I removed every bad vice out of my life. Alcohol, like, you know, quit that six months ago or whatever. And I was never a heavy like prolonged like years long drinker never hit the alcoholic stage it was just basically a fun thing to do to just mask the inner turmoil or whatever the hell that I worked out on my own but you know quit smoking gold turkey quit everything bad for me and I'm just trying to prolong what time I have left in this world <laughs> just because of them and it's just it's just crazy I've been thinking and thinking and thinking about it and it makes me think about like what's what what happens you know what happens when your eyes shut for the last time and it's deep it's even deeper when you're high you know because i'm thinking about these things and it's something that i would just kind of think of in passing like oh that would suck and just move on to the next thought when you're high like i was just fucking really deep diving into this stuff like really thinking about it and to the point where it was like you get so in tune with your spiritual self when you got some of that thc in you that i was actually feeling like, and it could have been a fucking panic attack in all honesty, but I felt like I was fucking like feeling death and I'm like, oh my God, this can happen at any time. Like what happens if my fucking lights just shut out? And I was like, you know what? There's gotta be something out there. And then I was just, you know, screwing around the iPad trying to get my mind off of it. And this is all in the same night within like a matter of an hour. I was on the iPad, I'm reading articles and I'm just going after article after article after article of just evil shit. And then I saw a video of this woman, it was the Libs of TikTok page. They retweeted a, uh, a video of this woman and she had a tank top on and she had like a bunch of like doll babies. Did you guys see that? Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. A bunch of doll babies stuffed in her tank top and they were bulging out. It was the weirdest thing you'd ever see. I guess she was trying to give the uh, illusion that she was pregnant with all these little freaking babies. And she's saying some weird mumbo-jumbo. I don't know what the fuck she was saying. 
and these people around this building are all cheering for her and clapping for her. And there's hundreds of people in this video. And she's like, oh, I fucking hate babies, blah, blah, blah. And she was like taking the, the, the little doll babies and throwing them and stomping on them and shit. And it's like, dude, this is absolute evil. If you go to your Google and type in baby right now, you're going to see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures of cute little babies just smiling and just being cute. And then you flick back over that video and just seeing some woman taking doll babies and saying how much she hates babies and wanting to kill them. And there was a comment about this woman who hated Donald Trump so bad. She said she wished she could have Donald Trump's kid so she can like exterminate the baby or choke it to death or beat it or torture it or some shit. And I'm like, these fucking people are so goddamn evil. And then there's other stuff like indoctrination of the kids in schools. Like how fucking important is it to these sick motherfuckers that they have to take time out of teaching kids the ABCs to teach them about the LGBTs? And I've got no problem with the LGBT community. I fucking love those people. And you know what? They love us. I'm serious. We got a lot of friends in the LGBTQ community who agree with us. I don't blame them for pushing this agenda. I blame the fucking weirdos. Like basically trying to normalize this shit. And not just this shit as in their lifestyle. I mean talking about it to children. I just don't understand how children have to be a part of this. I will never understand it. And I'll never be on board with it. I think it's sinister. I do. To talk to a kid younger than 18 years old about sex, I feel is sick. I feel like it's disgusting. I, I, I do. I mean, once you're an adult, you can have adult conversations. I don't think you should have adult conversations with other people's kids. Your own, yes. I feel like that's a parent's place to do the birds and the bees conversation. Uh, if there is something wrong with your children, I feel like they should always come to you as a parent first. And if they're not, there's something wrong with you, the parent. If your kids feel more comfortable talking to the guidance counselor or teacher, then maybe you need to look in the mirror and see why you're such a bad parent because they don't trust you or like you or feel like they have that open relationship with their own parent, which is fucking sad. Okay. But that still doesn't give a teacher the right to have conversations with parents or I'm sorry, with, with children without the parent's permission. So if a teacher ever called me and said, Hey, listen, there's something going on with your kid. They're doing this and that and the other thing in school. I think, you know, maybe she's showing signs of this. I found a note. It said this, whatever the situation is. If they called me and said, I just wanted to let you know that what's going on at school because she might not be telling you this stuff. Okay, cool. Thank you for telling me I'll handle it. But if I ever found out and you know, what's coming next, that my daughter was having conversations with the teacher about sex and their sex life. And it was going on without me knowing about it for a very long time. Like some of these teachers are doing it the very first day of school. Their parents have no idea. They're told to keep it a secret. And yes, it is happening. I would probably be incarcerated because there would be a fucking problem. That's my role as a parent. And yes, I would feel like I failed. I, I would take it all on me that they couldn't come to me. And then I would immediately take my frustrations out on that teacher for feeling the you know need to fucking get disgusting with a young child especially mine i don't like any of it i just feel like there's just a lot of evil in the world right now that notwithstanding i mean you can put that as well as all the murders and the crimes and just looking at the videos of people walking into stores fucking just casually walking down the aisles pushing old ladies out of the way who are workers there because they want to steal razor blade or what the fuck they're going to like the uh like, it seems like they're stealing a lot of makeup. 
like makeup. They're going to that makeup area, and it seems like Walgreens is getting fucking hit a lot. And Walgreens doesn't really have anything of note. You would think the pharmacy would get fucking hit, if anything. But I'm not trying to give anybody ideas. But yeah, like they're going there. You would think like a Walmart or a Best Buy they'd go into, but I think they were hitting Targets. But still, I mean, no matter where you're stealing shit from, it's wrong. And they're casually breaking into these stores and just smashing windows doing shit and just fighting and you see all the race shit on tv and it's just like what the fuck is going on the people that we elected are you know i i didn't elect the motherfucker but people that supposedly voted for this piece of shit in office right now 83 million votes that fucking asshole scumbag bitch joe biden that son of a fucking oh man i could just go on all day cursing out that piece of fucking trash but anyway the people that supposedly voted for this guy voted for the most racist president of all time the biggest scumbag to ever hit office, a guy who basically, you know, quadrupled the price of gasoline. You can't find food in stores. You can't find baby formula now. They basically shut down uh, another factory to produce gas and everything. With Alaska, they said that the um, the permits ran out or some shit. They don't give a fuck. They don't care about anything. The only thing that they care about is lining their pockets and attaining more power. I don't understand the reasoning behind this, and this is kind of where I went that night when I was super high, and I'm sitting there thinking about life, and I finally came to the realization that there has to be a God. Because if there's this much evil unchecked right now on this planet, and I can't make sense of it, I'm the kind of guy who feels like they can make sense out of almost anything, given time and just you know, quiet. I, I need peace and quiet. I can think about situations and kind of figure out why someone would say certain things or do certain things. I like to analyze it. That's part of my problem is my brain never shuts off. It's always fucking going. I'm always having conversations with myself or other people, arguments and shit like that. But with this final, you know, nail in, I, I guess, the proverbial agnostic coffin here at mine was I'm sitting here thinking about this stuff. And I'm like, why are they doing this? Why would you try to indoctrinate the children? Why are you trying to do this? Why are you trying to do that? Why, why is there no baby formula now? Why don't they care? Why is Bill Gates buying up all this farmland and we have food shortages all of a sudden? Why is he pushing meat and he's a fat slob? He's pushing anti-meat and vegetarians and healthy lifestyles and shit. How come when people were supposedly getting sick with COVID, they said stay home and don't exercise? Who gives a shit about all this other stuff? You don't leave your house, we're going to arrest you. And then this fucking fake-ass vaccine comes out that does nothing but ruin your immune system and fucking gives you a goddamn heart attack, if you're lucky, comes out and they forced everyone to get it. Of course, I mean, you guys know the story, you've, you've lived it too, but I'm just kind of going into where my mindset was the other night. And I'm thinking all this stuff. You force people to get jobs. Or, I mean, uh, get the jabs or you lose your job. You force all these people into poverty because they don't believe in this shit. And I 100% understand why you wouldn't want to get a vaccine. I 100% understand why you would want to get a vaccine. The fact that there was no choice in the matter over a, a, a fake virus that has a fucking 99.5% survival rate was insane. And I was always saying, I've always said it from the beginning, you can go back in the archives, that this fucking thing has something sinister written on it. There's something that doesn't add up here. And I still couldn't figure it out two years later. Two years later, from that first day, uh, in the first two weeks of soda spread, we were calling that shit out in our show. We've been doing it ever since. You can, seriously, go back in the archives and listen. You can, seriously, you can't debate that. But... The reason why I even say that is because there's so many people coming out of the woodworks now. They're like, oh, yeah, this is vaccines bullshit. But, yeah, you were fucking pushing it a couple of months ago, you pieces of shit. And I understand that, you know, people can change their minds, but don't act like you were, you know, fucking all virtuous all of a sudden. This is not the way it works. 
especially when you were laughing at other people losing their goddamn uh, jobs and whatnot. Not, not, not you personally, listener, but I'm just saying like you as in a broad term, as in people in general. There was half the country was laughing at the other half, and, and you still have people hoping the other half dies, which is another <laughs> fucking thing. That just, and all these things are just piling up in my head here. I mean, just to kind of take a peek under the hood and kind of hear what my thoughts are. Because I, because I do hope this helps somebody. Um, I, I'm like, you know, there, there's, there, there's no reason for any of this. There's no reason to starve out your country. I mean, for what power and money, they could just write money and give it to each other like they've been doing without making us suffer. So why make us suffer? They could have done anything and just attained money. They've been doing it their whole lives. Why do you think Obama fucking had like fucking forty thousand dollars in his bank account? Comes out with forty million. Like what the fuck? You're the president for eight years, but you, how the hell did you get rich? You know, it's, these guys have been always doing shit under, you know, the guise of helping us without this level of vitriol and hatred and division. I've never seen anything like I've seen the past couple of years. It's absolutely insane. And I saw evil earlier on and just the mindsets of people that just completely sickened me. And I'm no angel. I mean, I fucking think I'm a piece of shit too, but I, at least I'm a piece of shit with some sort of compassion towards other people. I hate seeing bad things happen to people. I really do. I mean, that's just, this is how I am. I fucking hate it. So to hear others brag about them having a good situation when other people have bad ones rubs me the wrong way. So I wrote a lot of people out of my life, just tons of people. Um, even on my Twitter page, I basically blocked out every fucking leftist. <laughs> I see them on site, bam, 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 block, block, block. I just, I just removed all of that shit from my life because it's just, it's just not even worth it. I, I find people that are on that side of the fence. If you get this vaccine, I hope you die. If you don't get it, lose your job. I hope your family suffers. People that are on that mindset, I see pretty much everybody on the left that is that far gone. Like fucking like roll their eyes at you if you don't have a mask on. Just all that bullshit. I, I, I just see them lumped into one, and that is a horrible thing to do. So see, I admit my faults. I, I lump them all into one. Now I don't even say, okay, well maybe not all leftists are like that. No, they are. From what I've seen, they're fucking evil people, and to even support that side of the argument now, it's not even worth the conversation anymore. And I talk to some crazy fucking people. <laughs> Seriously, you've listened to the show. So that just, I don't know. I I I just looked at them as I'm having these thoughts, and I'm like, you know what? If there's this much evil in the world, there has to be something good out there. There has to be. And then you get into the existential thought of, you know, what brought us all here? Was it the Big Bang? No, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in the Big Bang Theory. Because, and the reason why is because, all right, well, what caused it? What put the pieces in place to even start the Big Bang? It just wasn't nothing. And all of a sudden, boom, all these planets are fucking here. And then people just start sprouting out the planets like fucking seeds when you fucking, you know, throw them up in the air and come back a week later and they start growing out of the ground where they sprouted or landed or whatever. I, I, I just don't believe that because I feel like everything has to have an origination point. Because it just doesn't make any sense how I'm here talking and you're listening somewhere. And I know technology brings us together, but I'm just going deeper than that. Like, why am I able to speak? Why am I flesh and blood? Why are you flesh and blood? Why is the human body so intricate and perfect? How come the ears can hear so well, the nose can smell? Everything is perfectly put in these bodies of ours where it's like, all right, this is a little fucking weird. How does this happen? 
And you can, and, and I do believe in evolution as well, but what did we all evolve from? What was that original fucking thing and where did it come from? It wasn't always here. Something else put it there. So when you get into those thoughts, it, it'll really drive you absolutely insane because there's no answer for it. You can have the smartest scientists in the world and even that motherfucker doubts themselves. Even someone who is devout Christian or devout God believer, it has to doubt themselves because the other argument works as well. You know, like, well, if he's so real, then why are we suffering? Why does this happen? Why are babies getting killed? Why do babies get sick? Why do we have COVID? Why do we have this? Why do we have that? I mean, you can argue about it forever. That's why you need that one moment. And what I'm explaining to you is that one moment. I had this thinking, uh, this thinking fit. I was thinking about a lot of shit and had all these thoughts about evil. And I was like, you know what? This is it. These people are fucking satanic. It, it has to be real. For all the amount of evil out there. There's got to be good. There's got to be. And instantly I felt like a warmth. And I'm not even shitting you. I felt like a warmth. Started at the top of my head and rolled all the way down my body. And then it stopped at my heart briefly. Felt it warm up and went right down my body. And I felt like an enlightenment. It was a really good feeling. It was an enlightenment feeling where it was a good feeling. I just I felt good. It was like a full body orgasm without the mess. You know, or the 18 year commitment. If you put it in the wrong person, it was a really good fucking feeling. And I'm like, this feels good. And ever since I had that moment of enlightenment, I felt like every answer to every question was just put out in front of me right then and there. And it wasn't like a, oh God's real moment. It was just like, all right, okay, cool. So this is what I was looking for. I was looking for it in the wrong places. I was looking for an excuse to believe, a reason to believe. I needed proof. I needed to see God. I needed him to come down here and look me in the face, which he hasn't done and he won't do, I'm sure, or she. I'm hoping God's a woman because I seem to get along with them a hell of a lot better than dudes. I find, You know what I find about dudes? I find they're fucking bitches. Seriously, man. Seriously. I fucking women have more balls. <laughs> I fucking feel that way. I really do. Like I feel like I could talk to women better because they're just better fucking people. You, you, you can let your guard down. Dudes are always like fucking trying to jockey for position. Like, dude, what the, who the fuck are you talking to? Just be, just be a person. But whatever, I'm going off on a tangent here. This is why I need my goddamn referee. But yeah, um, where the fuck was I again? You see, you guys were, you guys were probably counting on that too. You're like, oh wait, it only took 40 minutes, 41 minutes for me to lose my spot. I, I actually did better than I thought. I had the over under in about 10. So you guys should feel lucky. But yeah, um, where the fuck was I? Oh yeah, so I felt that warmth. Everything was great. And immediately, it was like done. I was done. I never questioned it again. And I guess it's been about a week. I mean, it hasn't been very long. But I did say to myself, like, before I make this, like, I, I guess podcast official, because I do owe it to you guys. I've been bashing religion for the longest time and God and everything and making fun of it and need needling it all. And I kind of feel like I owe it to you guys to give you the honest truth about what happened and how I felt. And when, you know, hopefully it helps somebody if you're on the fence and you're like, yeah, you know, just need that sign or whatever. Cause I would never preach to anybody because it's, it's not for me. I hate preaching people. I hate people. that tell you, Oh God's real. Well, how can you not believe? How can I believe? Well, this is my story. This is my, well, I don't give a fuck about your story. Your story worked for you. It doesn't work for me. My story works for me. It may not work for you. It probably won't. Everyone needs their own moment. And the only advice I can give you is to not look in just one place for that moment. If you're searching for it like I was, just let it come to you. Open your eyes. See what's around you. See what's changing. See what's happening. I um, 
was watching the TV and I saw all that stuff I just mentioned and immediately was like, there's got to be something out there. There's got to be something good. And in my mind, everything we're dealing with now is temporary, whether it be restrictions, mandates, forced jabs, or you lose your job. It's like the world is unfair and it fucking sucks. It does. I, I hate it. I fucking hate it. Um, the only things that keep me going personally, you know, my family, because I don't really care about much else than that. And just the, I guess now would be the, the hope that, you know, there's something better out there. And I lost my mom, uh, day after Mother's Day last year and, uh, had a talk about my nephew. He passed away in a really unfortunate incident. And we talked about that too. I wasn't really too close with them. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, things happen. My sister got to a fight with my mom years ago and kind of distanced herself from the family and everybody else. We didn't see her, but kind of caught wind of that happening. And I was thinking, you know, do I really, I mean, cause at first, I guess, you know, I'm just going to be honest. I, I felt envious almost like you guys got off of this fucking rock. Cause look, look what's in the news today. And, and you guys are, don't have to deal with us anymore. You're, you're free from all this. You're free from the fucking bullshit. You're free from taxes. You're free from debt. You're free from everything. It's just the easy way out. And I guess we have to go through these things in order to reach something better. And that's kind of where my mind was going. I was like, you know, the people I love that are gone, I kind of hope they, uh, they're somewhere better. And it just didn't end for them. They just didn't shut their eyes permanently and, that was the last thing that ever fucking happened. You know, they just ceased to exist except for in our hearts and memories. And I guess that's where it came from. Where it's like more of a hope. And I guess that's what it means to have faith. I guess I have it now where maybe I kind of, kind of want things to be that way. And it's not wishful thinking. It's, it's faith. And I feel like I finally know what that word means, you know? And it's, it's, it's nice to be able to, to think of my mom and dad just hanging out together, my nephew and my cousins and everyone else, aunts and uncles, everyone that passed away. I like to think they're there, you know, just there up there doing something. Like maybe laughing at me and my fucking plumbing issue from this morning. Who knows? Like yeah, that fucking asshole. And that's what he gets for being a dickhead when he was seven years old or <laughs> whatever. You know, I just kind of hope that they're all having a good time and they're just up there in a better place. And I know that these son of a bitches on the left are going straight to fucking hell, man. Because there's no way you can treat humanity with such disdain and vitriol and just goddamn fucking suffering you imposed upon people. Just with the, the rules without even a care in the world, man. Things don't have to be the way they are, but they are because these fucking people make it that way. And people like that deserve the fucking burn in hell. But I guess that's a very long answer into a very simple question <laughs> of what my moment was. And just basically, to sum it up, the TLDR version, too long, didn't read, was basically, true evil exists, and it takes seeing it with your own two eyes and finally understanding what true evil is to appreciate the fact that there is good out there. Now, I'm going to sum my little part up here by saying that I will never go to church. I think organized religion is bullshit. And I think overly religious people are scary as hell. And they still scare the shit out of me. But I do believe that there is a God. Whether it's the Christian God, the Muslim God. I haven't decided on which one I believe in. I don't think I'm going to believe in any of them. 
I'm just going to believe that there is a higher being, our creator. And I feel like that person is watching everything that we do. Because I would. Why the hell not? And I have two dogs I let outside and they play with each other. I like to watch them just do their thing. I think that's what we are. We're basically pets. You can, depending on which religion you believe in, we're children or whatever the hell you want to call whether we're this God's children. I don't know, but I do believe that there is one up there and that's where I'd like to be. So what that means, I don't know how this, uh, I don't know what I have to do. Do I have to read the fucking Bible? Do I have to fucking start acting like an asshole? Do I have to stop cussing? No, I'm not going to stop in it. I'm going to be me because you know what, God, if you're out there, listen, I know you are. This is what you get, man. <laughs> if you finally got me on board, I'm not changing because I feel like if there is a higher being, which I know there is one now because I feel it. I do. I, I truly do feel it. They would want me for me and not the phony person. Just like you. I don't want you to be a phony person. I want you to feel it in your heart. If it ever happens, fine. If it doesn't, fine. But it happened for me. So there you go. And obviously, you know, the other part to that question was, no, I'm not going to change. The show's going to be the same. I'm still going to be the same old son of a bitch. <laughs> still going to be high on my edibles. I'm going to give myself a little bit of a break. I want that whole uh, tolerance thing to go away. But yeah, just pretty much want to get that one out the way there. And pretty much what's next for the show. Uh, we had a really good fucking week. Uh, we're kind of ending Friday here. I know you guys got a really busy weekend, so I'm not going to do this one very long. I Actually, this is about the length of shows I used to do back in the day before uh, Nerdette came on here. Uh, 30 to 45 minutes or so, just bullshitting. And that was back when I was, uh, what, what, what did they call it, green? Does that mean new? Yeah, yeah, I was still green to the whole podcast game. So feel a lot better now, obviously, a couple of years under the belt. But just kind of felt like taking it back old school because we got shit going on at the house. Didn't really feel like doing much of anything today because when shit happens, it's really hard to get it together. You know what I mean? You're pissed off it the kind of people we are we stay pissed off all day long so i just wanted to get something out there for you guys because we do have our overlords here who expect a couple of shows a week so we can get pizzed and all like other good stuff so want to get that one out there just so i can give you guys a little bit something here to uh to chew on uh i'm not changing this is about the most uh you'll get out of me as far as this religion talk goes i'm not going to do it again unless i have a a guest on uh, people beating on the door to talk about this one so Maybe, maybe I'll do a special themed episode, but as far as like preaching, it's not going to happen. This is the one time you're going to get any kind of like me opening up about that kind of thing because it's, it's a personal relationship that you should have. I don't feel like congregation is for everybody in organization, so I won't be doing any of that, but I will keep my beliefs in my heart where I feel it belongs, so. That's all I want to get there. But what's next for the show? We got a lot of shit coming up. Uh, there's a lot of content, a lot of really good guests coming up on the show. I mean, just from day one, I never really thought we'd hit the numbers we're hitting now. It's absolutely insane. I mean, we were doing great our first year, and then you know, second year everything was going well, and then, I mean, it's third. It's just getting bigger and bigger. Each week is getting bigger and bigger. Each episode gets bigger and bigger. Our reach is getting more and more. It's insane. Uh, so I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening to the show. Uh, people have been on the show and talked and just made a lot of really good friends. Um, and I know I always say I have no friends. I do. I just don't have a best friend anymore. <laughs> but yeah, still uh, still got a lot of people I talk. Just amazing people in circles I never thought I'd run in. Like doctors and shit and lawyers and personalities, radio people. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's like I'm living someone else's dream. It's really cool and... 
just uh just enjoying doing what i'm doing right now and what we're doing here at the voices of misery show and there's a lot more to come i mean there's always something going on emails get like 100 emails a day and just fucking piling up and messages all day long it's really become a job within a job so may even expand a little bit get get like a social media person or something who knows i've been talking to talking to some people about some different things services they may offer there's always something fucking going on it's just a not a hobby anymore <laughs> which is a good thing or a bad thing depending on how you look at it but if you want to take your hobby to the next level you got to do what you got to do and roll with the punches you know what i mean so we're excited about where things are going here got a couple really big opportunities here and can't really talk about just yet until they become official i don't like to blow my load too early uh so you know how that goes but we uh, appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And I uh, just want to throw out something there on Friday. Give you a little something to chew on here. And Oh, yeah, there's another thing here. Someone asked me about free speech. And speech is alive and well. It really is. It's just it's just a matter of being true to yourself. And people really do have the power when it comes to uh, all this stuff. Because it's not the government. The government is, is very small. It really is. When you look at the amount of people that we have in this country people in this world we outnumber them by a lot and i'm not saying we go to war with them or take them out or anything but we need to start using our voices and we need to organize together and stop relying on so many other people to give you the information you think you need telling you what to say what to think how to dress and how to behave what you need to do is go to your bathroom put your hands in the sink splash some water in your face Clear your head and look in the mirror and find out who the fuck you are, what you're about, what you think, and what you believe. Surround yourself with facts, surround yourself with information, and people that can give it to you that you trust. Non-biased, non-compromised people. Find someone that you like to listen to, even if it's me, if it's someone else, I don't care. And just form your own opinion. Because letting these people form your opinion is why we're exactly in the state we're in now. Where everyone fucking hates each other for no reason. People are fighting over things they can't even explain. We got the Roe versus Wade argument. No one even knows what the fuck they're fighting about anymore. It's just You can't kill babies. We don't want you to kill babies. Well, we want to kill babies. Well, that's not what this is even about. It's about giving the state's rights to the side. And we vote the people into position of power in our individual states. So I don't see what the problem is. You can go out there. You can organize in your state. Well, we don't like this person saying no to abortion. We don't like this person saying yes to abortion. If it's at the state rights, you actually have more say as to what goes on because you vote these people in that actually apply these laws. So I don't see what the problem is. If it's a state issue, you can actually take that up with your state representatives. If it's a federal issue, if they sign it and you're fucking done, you have no say, it doesn't even matter. So you should be happy about this Roe versus Wade thing. Do I like baby killing? No. Do I care about this issue? No, it doesn't affect me. So I guess that's why I will never be considered a full-fledged conservative or right-winger, because I do believe in a woman's right to choose, but that's neither here nor there. I don't. I mean, I also have opinions on sluts and opening your legs, and there is a version of contraceptives you can use. It's called not having sex or using a con. I'm not arguing this topic at all, because I really don't give a fuck, but still. Just a lot of crazy shit going on out there. I mean, I, people are just fighting over things. And I just feel like if people were more educated and just looked up information instead of getting it from CNN or Fox News, I think they'd be better off. 
So my advice to you would just be to look in the mirror, find out who you are, and just be true to yourself, surround yourself with good people, remove the bad from your life, and you'll be a happier person for it. Um, that's pretty much all I got here today. It went about an hour, and I feel really good about myself. I feel like a big boy. I feel like I got some content out today, and you know what? I've been talking about doing the solo thing for a while, left it under the, uh, left it under the rug, kind of do our own thing, and it's easy to get overwhelmed when things are overwhelming. I'm serious. I mean, like I say, we're always doing something here. I'm doing my day job while doing my other job as well, doing doing the show stuff. So it's like I got my iPad with all my shit going on. I got two computer screens in front of me doing my my day job, and I'm doing this. So it's it's a good thing to be busy. I mean, a person like me with a lot of shit on the mind has to be on a go, has to be moving at all times. If I stay still for too long, I have terrible thoughts, and then I find God. <laughs> so there you go. Throw a little joke out there for you, people. But yeah, that's it. Uh, you can find us on, I hate doing this part, what do I have to do, I, I, you know what I should do, I should cut the ending part from another episode and just throw it here because I hate doing this part, but here we go, I'm going to give it a shot, you ready, alright, you can find us on Twitter at Voices of Misery, you can find us on any and all platform at Voices of Misery, if you want to listen to more Voices of Misery content, you can go type in Voices of Misery in Google, because we're fucking everywhere, we're on all your podcast providers, everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, share the show, like, retweet, Smash that like button. All that good stuff. Live shows will be coming back, ladies and gentlemen, by the way. They will be coming back. That's something I've been wanting to do. And it's going to be coming uh, this summer. So, this summer, get ready. That was a pretty good impersonation, right? Got some of that coming up, too. Some voiceover stuff. There's a lot of shit coming up, man. I don't want to spill any more beans, any more surprises. we got a lot of cool content coming up to record. And some things are already in the can, so... Keep your eye out. Not everything's going to be here on Podbean, though. Uh, we do have some other outside projects that are being discussed and worked on right now. So when those things are close to being finalized, I will gladly share them here. Just want to give you a little peek and peel behind the curtain on a very special episode of The Voices of Misery podcast. We will see you back on Monday with our regularly scheduled content. Have a good one.